Hey everybody, thank you for pressing play. Thank you for being here. Today we're talking about over delivering. This was part of our attraction boot camp. And as you listen to this episode, I want you to pay attention to ways that you can over deliver in your business, in your marriage, and in your life. I didn't even talk about over delivering in our marriages on this particular uh, recording, but I really think it's important. Maybe it needs a separate episode. I really feel like when your spouse feels like a million bucks, you feel good too. So there is no shame in serving in your serving game. Let's cue the theme song. Let's go. You're listening to the Disarming Honesty Podcast with Jenny Hanson Lane. I spent the last decade or so studying emotional intelligence and the connection that it has to the entrepreneurial world. Join us on this journey as we use every day as our teacher, as we pursue our highest vision of ourselves. The show is dedicated to vulnerability and mindset as we explore the necessary paradigm shifts it takes to change our lives and pivot into profiting from our passions. No more playing small with our dreams. Let's go. Hey, everybody. How are you? Welcome to this attraction boot camp. This is the last day. I figured we would take these last two principles and squish them together. There's a lot of good stuff in here. I hope it helps you. There's a little bit of a tutorial. I want you to tell me in the comments. Um, definitely share your offers with me. Let me know where you're at, where you're stuck, what helps you, what doesn't help you. And we're going to get going. I'm just going to pull this up in the Facebook page. Okay, so having a framework for anything that you sell online is really going to help you to increase revenue, right? So this was the process that I developed when this past year um, in December, I launched a digital product and grossed 30K doing that. So I took apart the process and this is what I'm sharing with you is the binge and buy framework. This is how I set up my business to be able to share my information online and serve my audience. Um, on Monday, we did the attraction uh, yesterday or yesterday we did the binge and nourish. Today, we're talking about over delivering and being able to re repeat the process. As you know, some of you are here because you've bought my products before. Some of you have bought one product. Some of you have bought all of them. If you bought all of them, you've been through the binge and buy framework multiple times. So let's uh, jump in. If you have questions, certainly drop them in the comments. Today we're talking about ways that you over deliver to retain clients and the repeatability of the binge and buy process. So as defined, we always always start with definitions. The over-delivering is, you know, in excess to norm, standard, or requirement. So we all have competition, right? We all have, if you're a photographer, there's tons of photographers. If you're a chef, there's tons of chefs. If you're a computer programmer, there's so many of you, right? So how do you set yourself apart? One of the best ways to set yourself apart, along with building your personal brand, is over-delivering. So finding those ways to take it up a notch and be able to give them just a little bit more. And this takes a little bit of uh, creativity, but it is worth it because being able to set yourself apart is a really big part of not even having competition, okay? So the elements of over-delivering is understanding reactive versus proactive, automation versus human interaction, uh, under-promise and over-deliver principles and strategies, and the guarantee to build trust. So reaction versus proactive, a proactive approach focuses on eliminating problems before they have a chance to appear, and a reactive approach is based on responding to events after they have happened. The difference between these two approaches is the perspective each one provides in assessing actions and events. So if you've ever done anything, if you've received feedback in your business 
and they have said, you've heard it from more than one person, you need to be proactive about it, right? Being, being reactive is less progressive. Being proactive, it takes more planning, but it's nice in your business to be able to have processes set up so you can over-deliver to people. And um, one way that I do, actually, I don't want to jump ahead. I'll, let you, I'll show you how I try to be proactive as much as possible. Being proactive means that you will spend more time planning up front and preparing for the future than you will dealing with emergencies. So uh, this comes down to SOPs, right? What standard operation procedures do you have in place that if an emergency arises or something doesn't work out with the client, you have SOPs in place. Um, the second one is the automation versus human interaction. When you're taking your business online, how do you decide what to automate, right? And what should be human interaction? This is different for so many different people in different stages of their business. For me, while I'm a solopreneur, I have the bandwidth to do certain things that I know some of my friends that um, run seven-figure agencies don't have the bandwidth to do. And so it's really case by case, but I want to share with you experiences where I put human interaction instead of automation, and it was a game changer for me. Some of you may even experience this, okay? So the term automation was coined in the automobile industry around 1946 to describe the increased use of automatic devices and controls in mechanized production lines. The origins of the word is attributed to D.S. Harder, an engineer manager at Ford Company at that time. So being able to understand, you know, automation makes things better we need to make sure that it makes things better because there's sometimes when we implement automation bringing our business online and it doesn't make it better okay so something that i have learned that has been a way that moves the needle in over delivering for my clients is i don't have any out of office replies i reply to all of my inquiries and maybe you've experienced this you buy something online and you ask a question immediately, it says, we're out of office, we'll get back to you in two days. So I don't offer any of that. I try to reply to my emails. And when I do, my customers are like, wow, you're a real person. So that's showing me that there's enough of an issue in the industry of online businesses that people are automating too much when they could over deliver by having these things. Even if it wasn't me that was replying, maybe I had a team member, I hired a VA to do it. But being able to, I eliminate it, you know, I don't do out of offices unless I'm literally like traveling. And um, it's made a big difference for people. They thank me later on through email and said, I'm really glad that I caught you and it was really great talking to you. Okay. So automation, automation is for purposes that need to be fulfilled quickly. That's why Ford did it for cars is that they wouldn't work without it. And so that's when people purchase or when people um, are signing up for something or courses. There's automation and courses, so you don't have to feed them every time they buy, you know, a course from you. So nowadays, right, automated phone routing systems, automated text messages, updates, Twitter bots, we've all experienced that, chat bots inside Facebook Messenger. While all these automated processes can save us time and human effort, they also serve as an added layer of impersonal interaction between the agency and the client. So you need to just make sure when you're taking your business online that you are providing ways for people really to get to know you. And I was at this live event. It was really fun. There was a really big influencer there. Um, actually, you probably know who he is. He owns ClickFunnels, Russell Brunson. And he was speaking to us. And right after he was done speaking, his chat bot went off. And we like all looked at our phones. And he saw that like Russell sent us a text. And we got so excited. And we're like, oh, it was his chat bot. Not that he was ever going to send us a message. Personally, I'm sure there were people in the room that would receive that from him. But 
understanding how it can serve your business. Now, I definitely think for someone as big as Russell, people can expect that. But make sure that when you're adding layers of automation into your business, that it's not overcoming personal interaction to nurture those people. Okay, so number three is under promise and over deliver. And the, one way that we can do this with our online courses or selling our information online is when we add to it, they're complimentary updates. You might see where people will release a 2.0 or 3.0 version and they're, they're charging their clients for that. A way to over deliver is always updating your material, keeping it evergreen and keeping it updated when it's not evergreen. If you're updating, you know, a recipe book and you've got more things to add, instead of doing a version two, think about how you can complimentary give updates before you produce, you know, volume two, which you do charge for. Another thing that I do that I don't share with a lot of people, I feel like it's a fun little secret and I'm going to share with you guys. Anytime that anyone has a tech issue, most of you know that I run Facebook ads and people buy things through that way. If there's any tech issues and people email me, I have specific gifts programs that I give to people that experience those tech issues and they always reply wow thank you so much and so think about those things that you can give for those times of emergency now this is an example of the number one how I talked about proactive versus reactive that I've proactively built a course and program to over deliver when anything comes up that I'm like I'm not happy with the way that that went sometimes automation doesn't always work right Sometimes people, the emails get lost in spam or someone puts in the wrong email address. There's lots of different reasons why um, the automation wouldn't work. So be able to think about, you know, what gifts could I have for things that go wrong? If you're a photographer, maybe, you know, and people aren't, maybe they're a little disappointed with some of the photos. There's different things you can do, offering extra prints. If someone bought a book and it came, you know, it came in bad, I'm trying to think of like, I've never actually received a book that was damaged. But being able to come up with resolutions that are proactive, that over deliver when someone has a mediocre experience. It's not, you, it's not their job to maintain your brand, it's your job to maintain your brand. So being able to figure out ways to make that work is really crucial for over delivering. Also on your sales page delivery, if you, have a, if you have a strategy, you don't always have to put everything inside your course. And that's one thing that I really like doing is I put a lot in there. When people get in there, they really see that I've given them so many resources. One, one that I'm thinking about right now is the Authentic Content Connection Vault. I'm always trying to update that when I learn more about authenticity and give people the tools to be authentic online. And it's been really fun when people say, this was a really great update. Thank you for including this for us. Okay. So email perks. Some, you know, sometimes we get discouraged if someone leaves our email list. I feel like, oh, what did we do wrong? But being able to create email marketing in a way where people feel like it's a perk to be on your list is a great way to over deliver. Now, when I put this phrase in like under promise over deliver, I really think we have to over deliver first and be able to rise above our competition instead of just like, this is, you know, this is the bare minimum. I think it's important that we always give our clients the resources that they need plus some. Okay. So the second part of the binge and buy framework is the repeatability. It's, you know, after you track your customer, you sell to them, you give them content that they can binge on, you get their feedback, you over deliver with that feedback and you repeat the process. So this is how I'm able to build multiple courses in my business by repeating this. And that was, that was how I was able to generate that, that revenue this year outside of what I was doing, you know, as my side hustle, essentially. Okay. So 
the important part is the guarantee to build trust and a statement letting your potential customers know that you believe in your product. Um, and guarantees is a really good way to build trust and loyalty with your customer base. Give the customer a fair, a fair time or period to try the product. Um, state what happens if the customer isn't happy with the product. This is on a lot of my sales pages that there's a 30 back money guarantee, no questions asked. Finally, the most important element of your guarantee is honesty and transparency. And um, something that I've just been thinking a lot about because a lot of people say, oh, I don't want to give a refund. I don't want to, you know, I can't refund. But putting a refund on your page, a refund policy, a guarantee policy, you know, if you're not 100% happy, this will happen. It's trusting your customer before they trust you. And there was a story about um, two men in the 1900s, and there was a horse seller, two different horse sellers, and a guy was shopping around to buy a horse, and he went to the first guy, and he said, you know, what's your policy? And he said, well, you can buy the horse, and there's no refunds. So it's, you know, all sales are final. And so he kept shopping around. He found another guy and the salesman was like, you know, this is a good horse. Take the horse and come back in a week. If you like the results you had this week, then pay me for the horse. So if you were like the horse buyer, what would you pick? Right? Like we would always say like, I want to try this out for a week and then pay. And it just shows the guarantee to build trust that your people are more likely to like, know, and trust you when you stand behind your product. That's all a guarantee is, is that you believe in your product, okay? And so that question, you know, what if I lose money? What if I lose money? Uh, I can't afford to refund. That's why over-delivering is so important because when you don't over-deliver, you don't have the fear of losing money. You don't have the fear of refunding people. I had a product I launched in February and I was getting more refunds than I wanted. So I surveyed the people that asked for refunds and it just showed that they weren't the right customer. There wasn't anything wrong with the product. So I worked on the product for the parts that I, that I felt like was good feedback, but sometimes finding the right clientele is really where you will eliminate the, you know, the refund policy. And, you know, as I mentioned, over-delivering helps. And then at the end of the day, like if they're not the customer for you, it's just, I mean, I just quote Gary Vee. I should have wrote that here. Sorry, Gary Vee, this is you. I'm sorry this isn't for you. Not every program that you create or process or digital assets or recipe book or, you know, software design or services, some people might not mesh with you and that's okay. Like, I always, I'm sorry this isn't for you. Like, I understand. You don't ever want to tie someone's hands up and say, oh, no refunds, oh, or your contract isn't fulfilled, we have to keep working together. No, you want to build trust by those guarantees. Okay, so repeatability is a really important part of the Bingen by framework. It's defined as a closest agreement between independent test results obtained with the same method. So it's really just a science, right? Repeatability. And it's your lifeblood, it's your framework. So once I figured out that building a course online was working, that's how I decided to build more courses online because they were serving my client base and I was creating solutions for problems out there. So there are so many problems out there. If your product solves those problems, it's going to be a home run. It's going to be a home run for each of you. So let me see if there's any questions here. Let's see. Oh, I've got my three-year-old telling me he's thirsty. Go get your water bottle. I'll fill it up. Okay. Awesome. 
you it's downstairs sweetheart I'll, I'll up you in two minutes okay here have a drink of this you're welcome there you go be careful okay thank you guys for being patient okay so yeah katrina says one of my favorite one of my favorite customer service anecdotes i had a store do that for me with the quilt once and it blew my mind totally and i feel like when we over deliver in those ways, like you don't ever forget that. And that's really what I think um, is also tapping into the law of abundance that you're so abundantly, you know, you believe in abundance that you can give refunds if people aren't going to connect with you and you're going to be able to keep them coming back. There's people that um, ask for refunds for some of my little like low ticket things that were 20 bucks. They just thought it was something else. And then they end up buying more expensive programs for me. So I think definitely tapping into that um, of over delivering and helping people feel like they matter and they have a voice and they're, they're important. I've been thinking a lot about with this attraction boot camp about um, maybe we should do some deep dives on some courses that you guys are creating to really make sure that it has all those elements of irresistibility and over delivering and the bingeable aspects that really keep people excited and coming back. Um, looks like we covered most of the comments. Somebody asked, um, yeah, how do you make sure that this is in your course? That's exactly right. By going through this program and seeing, you know, when you over deliver, that you have those elements where people are able to get results and it's a really step-by-step -step process that's really exciting so thank you for your comments thank you for sharing if you guys have any um questions definitely post in the group we're going to be talking more about you know creating irresistible offers and what we can do to just really build up our online presence in our business all right you guys love you lots peace out <laughs>